Another sports station moves to FM, which is not good news for anybody on the AM band. But what is good news is we're moving Media Insultant to Fridays, so now Tuesday and Friday. And we start with a really creative use of radio, supporting the people of Ukraine. Good morning. We're back with another edition of Media Insultant. Our opinions and comments. I'm Jackson Weaver in Seattle in Southern California. Keith, say good morning. Good morning, Jackson. Welcome to March Madness, buddy. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. We do this each Tuesday and now Friday. So today we welcome you to the Tuesday, March 15th episode of Media Insultant. Keith, I'm going to let you be the official guy to announce our scheduling change for Media Insultant. Ah, yes, we've decided uh, over our spring break, uh, we had uh, we got the brain trust together. Uh, certainly not you and me, but, you know, our, our outside brain trust put together. And they, they, they want more time to be able to listen to our Tuesday edition. By the time Thursday rolls around, they haven't been caught up on Tuesday's news. So we're extending Tuesday's edition another day. So you get Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to catch up on all things madness from uh, from Media Insultant. And then we have the Friday edition. So it's kind of the end of the week recap. And you have all weekend long to either watch or listen to Jackson and me uh, opine about all things media and those knuckleheads still in the business that keep stepping on all the landmines that we keep warning them about. But they still find a way to screw up. And we're going to make sure we point all that stuff out. So now it's Tuesday and Friday. And, um, and we're going to be posting both the audio edition uh, on social media along with the video edition on social media. So there's no escaping media insultant. I will say one thing, though. We're moving it to Friday. We reserve the right to change our minds as capriciously as we want at any time we want. It's a <laughs> podcast. Right. You know? That's right. <laughs> what are we going to do? All right, AM Maybe we'll have a happy hour edition, you know. <laughs> I like that idea, too. I like that, Dave, except uh, it's, we're going to be serving uh, from your bar, not mine. Uh, okay. <laughs> AM Radio suffers another blow, but first, you know, uh, we took our week off and had our spring break here from producing Media Insultant, and Keith, look at how the world changed in that time. Now, we took the week off, and I don't think that precipitated the invasion of Ukraine, but it certainly brought us all up short in our assumptions and expectations of what the 21st century was going to look like. And, you know, as part of this, and really, I'd call it a typical out-of-the-box style, Eric Rhodes, who is the longtime CEO of the magazine Radio Inc. and RBR TVBR, found a couple of guys, uh, Billy Craig and Matt Jacobs. I haven't heard of them either. And, but they wrote and recorded a song in support of Ukraine. And this is kind of like, remember We Are the World, the 1985 charity song that uh, they used to raise awareness of what was going on in Africa. Remember that? I think Coke got behind it, too, oh. didn't they? Well, you know, that was, yeah, that was Ken Cragen, the great uh, producer and manager of Kenny Rogers and other acts that put that whole, whole thing together. And uh, uh, rest his soul, he just passed away a few months ago. But uh, very, very similar to... Uh, you know, we are the world and uh, hands across America and those kinds of things. And Eric's trying to generate uh, that same kind of sentiment with this uh, really well-produced uh, song. Uh, and, uh, and the graphics that go with it are just heart-wrenching. 
he's asking uh, radio stations all across the country to play it. And um, radio, uh, Rhodes said in a comment he had, he said, radio has the ability to change lives and to unify listeners. So we'll let you decide. Here's the video. Reluctantly, I turn on today's tragic news. Helpless people, what did they do to live in a world that's now broken down? In desperation, they leave their cities and their towns. The children no longer have time to play with fear in their eyes the only word that they can say goodbye to their fathers how does that feel when their homes have turned into the battlefield
Well, Keith, it's got a pretty good hook. Not sure I want to dance to it, mm. but it's got a good hook. And for anybody interested, yeah. it's available at the Radio Inc. website, uh, both audio and video versions. Um, so our kudos here from Media Insultant to Radio Inc. and their crew, Ed Bryan and Adam Abrams, or Jacobson over at RBR, and, of course, Eric Rhodes, who occasionally dabbles in some pretty good ideas. So. Yeah, Kudos Dave, to them Dave, for this Deborah, effort. Deborah Parenti and uh, the Deborah whole team Parenti. over there, and that's yep, and that's Radio Inc. with a K. Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, these days uh, it's tough to be in the newspaper business. Uh, I imagine it's tough to be a Kmart manager, <laughs> and and it's tough if you run the only <laughs> blockbuster video store in the country. I think there is still one remaining yeah. somewhere in Illinois. But, you know, it's also, Keith, getting tougher and tougher to run an AM radio station. And you and I have talked about this for years. Conventional wisdom has been, you know, AM will do fine as long as they do news talk and sports. And that's been true. But as the total audience has declined and AM just gets older and older, some of the formats that we think would work exclusively on AM are now migrating to FM, you know, WCBS in New York, which is all news, KCBS, San Francisco, WBBM, all news in Chicago. These are all news stations now with a big FM presence. In fact, in some cases, the AM has been relegated to an afterthought. The FM is what they're promoting. Well, the same thing is happening with sports stations. WBZ FM in Boston, not only the number one station, but in the market, but an FM sports station, the fan in Denver, KKFN, and now comes one of the big changes, one of the first sports radio stations in America, iHeart's KJR 950 in Seattle. They're moving to FM to the old Cube frequency at 93.3. And, Keith, you're the sports guy here on our staff. <laughs> what do you think the implication of this is? Uh, well, the implication, first off, is the loss of one of the great sets of call letters and great uh, radio stations of all time, and that's KUBE, Cube was a, a monster uh, CHR station back in the 80s and 90s and, and a big competitor to those of us at, uh, at KMPS in terms of uh, revenue on the FM side in Seattle. So sorry to see Steve West's, or not Steve West, this would have been Michael O'Shea's uh, Michael old great radio station that he built right. that he built in Seattle. Steve West was at KISW and Michael O'Shea was at uh, Cube. Boy, you talk about great managers and great radio stations before consolidation. Wow. But anyway, that, you know, that was a great station. And if, you couldn't go anywhere in Seattle without seeing a Cube window sticker. Remember those frickin' things? They were everywhere, and it just pissed me off. But anyway, <laughs> so, so Cube over the years has been mistreated, misprogrammed, and it just kind of you know, drifted away into oblivion with low ratings, one shares. And so what does iHeart do? Well, they kill Cube, and they put KJR simulcasting it on 93.3 FM in Seattle. Great dial location, great position for them. I don't think this is about a better sounding station. I think this is about, you know, the guys at iHeart and the guys at, at, uh, at KGR thinking, we've got to go where the audience is, and we've got to put, if we want young men, if we want men 18 to 49, we've got to, we've got to be on FM. They're just not going to go to AM and listen to this stuff anymore. So I think it's funny. They're, they're just trying to follow the audience, and um, it makes a lot of sense. Now, 
you know, not because sports radio is aging out. See, the problem with news radio on AM is that the audience is aging out. The audience is getting way beyond 65 years old, yours truly. And they just, you know, that, that's not the demo they need to attract. They need to find, they need to lower their age of listeners, and they've got to do it by getting on FM so that young people might accidentally find out something about the world and tune in a news station. For sports, it's about chasing where young men are going, and that is on FM and on streaming and everywhere else. And so I think the move makes a lot of sense. One, they'll save a lot of money not having to program Cube. Two, they're going to simulcast this, I think, longer than you think they are. To, you know, it makes sense to simulcast it and to, and to be on FM and, uh, and really go up against uh, you know, Cairo in the market, which is the play-by-play leader in Seattle with the Mariners and, uh, oh, something like the Seahawks, right? Seahawks and Mariners? They, and, that um, seems to be the know, winning combination. And, and it has been as long as you and I have been alive, I think. And KJR's got the Kraken. So they've got NHL hockey, uh, and, uh, and they've also got the Sounders. So there's nothing more exciting on radio than soccer or hockey. In any case, um, <laughs> so what are you going to do? They're going to go on FM. So, you know, so they'll, they'll be packaging up that, uh, that AM-FM simulcast for a while, and uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. They save money. They, go after, uh, they, they, keep tra- they keep going after where their audience is migrating to. And uh, we'll have to see if it impacts the ratings because, you know, it, you know they, need, they need to do something because both these stations were fading away and they need to do something. And that's that's probably the answer. It's, a, it's certainly the low cost answer for sure. Well, and the word is that Cairo or KJR AM is going to move toward more of a national sports uh, platform, which probably is just going to be Fox Sports at this point. And the FM will, will continue to have the local developing things that are going on right now that you hear on KJR AM. So that's that's good. And they'll package those together. And that's probably pretty good packaging. But in the long run, man, it's a death toll for another death knell for no, you know, that, AM that, radio. Yeah. Well, you know, in packaging, that doesn't make any sense at all. It's going to be, you know, if they're going to if they're going to run all network on uh, on KJR AM, that's going to be a low rated network affiliate. And all that makes sense for is for the guys at Premier who rep Fox Sports Radio uh, to, to, to clear the market and to be able to make their net, you know, get their network buys bolstered by the fact that we're clearing Seattle. They'll do that uh, for the local guys packaging it up. Yeah, uh, not a lot. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But, you know, packaging is packaging and, you know, they will use it as a as a network <laughs> outlet. No, uh, oh, no doubt like a throw it. in like a like a bonus spot on AM. That's never been done before. Well, shit happens. Uh, as you said, we all remember when Cube <laughs> dominated the market and beat out KJR in the dying days of top 40. But tastes change. And, you know, we have one less reason now to listen to the AM radio band. And that's sad. Okay, on Friday, we talk about the FCC's snarky response to Cumulus's ham-handed request. That's right, Friday. I know we talked about it earlier, but I want to remind you, Friday is when we do our next drop. We're still available at all your favorite podcast platforms, and videos are in the Media Insultant Showcase on Vimeo. Media Insultant is a production of In-Town Media, all rights reserved. Not that I know what the hell that means, but it sounds good, doesn't it, Keith? <laughs> rights to what? <laughs> We're we're working on that. We have lawyers working on that. So till Friday, Keith, have a good week.